This is Because I Said So, parenting advice with love and leadership from the nation's leading parenting expert, John Roseman, syndicated columnist, author, conference speaker, and the only psychologist to point out that psychology has caused more problems than it has solved. From American Family Radio, here's your host, John Roseman. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, John Rosemond, syndicated columnist, author, and rebel with a cause, outlier psychologist. I have of late been fascinated with the latest thing, if you will, in psychological therapy, and that is transgender therapy. And I've especially been fascinated angered, enraged, and a number of other things by the application of this latest iteration of psychology's general bogusness to children, unsuspecting, innocent, and easily duped, if you will, children. So I was recently traveling to Springfield, Missouri, where I was speaking to a small group of parents, and in the Charlotte airport, Charlotte, North Carolina, which was my uh, intermediate airport, started out in uh, New Bern, North Carolina, which is where I live. Uh, you can look it up, beautiful historic community on the coast of North Carolina. And I, uh, I wandered into the airport bookstore because I had uh, a couple of hours of layover and just uh, was interested in, you know, the latest magazines, what was uh, out there um, in the form of magazines and books. And I came across a book that immediately caught my eye. It was titled Raising Ryland, Ryland, R-Y-L-A-N-D. And on the cover, there was a presumably happy family. They looked very happy anyway. Mom, dad, and uh, two children, one of whom it turns out is five years old, the Ryland of the title, and a younger male child, around three years old. And I pick up the book, and the subtitle is something about raising a transgender child. And I flip the book over and read the back, and sure enough, the transgender child in question is the aforementioned Ryland, pictured on the cover, looking for all the world like a boy, short hair, boy's clothes, uh, and so on. And it appears that this child, deaf at birth, and deaf for uh, the first, what, year and a half of his or her life, before receiving a cochlear implant, uh, this child, around age three, began insisting to his parents, her parents, that uh, his, her, the pronouns are now interchangeable, you know, there, there's no definiteness about this at all in postmodern progressive America, began insisting to her parents that she was a boy. Now, this happened shortly after the birth of a younger brother, and uh, the parents at first did what parents will do in that situation. No, you're a girl. No, I'm a boy. I'm a boy, and I want boy toys, and I want to look like a boy. I want to dress like a boy. And the older the child 
got, the more insistent the child became that she was a boy. So the parents apparently took the child to a transgender therapist. This after doing some online research, and it was mostly the mother who was doing this research online. Uh, both parents very uh, concerned, upset to, to the to the level of distraught uh, concerning their obviously female child's insistence that she was a boy. And the mother ran across, apparently, a therapist by the name of Darlene Tando. Now, this family lives in Los Angeles. And you can find out more about this by watching a very revealing video online that was done by CNN Films. It's a short 17-minute film done by CNN. It's online and all you have to do is Google Raising Ryland CNN Film, and it'll take you right to it. And uh, this therapist, Darlene Tando, uh, told these parents that uh, gender, one's gender is in one's head, and one's sex is in one's biology. And that it is very, very possible for a person to have one gender in his or her head and a completely different gender in his or her body. And uh, an example of this uh, is the um, so-called Caitlyn Jenner, who at the age of uh, 50, 60-something, previously called Bruce, Olympic athlete and champion, uh, decided that uh, he was really a woman and is now being, um, uh, what's the word? The, the word is uh, celebrated in Hollywood and all the usual leftist circles for his courage in finally coming to grips with the fact that he was really a woman all these years. And of course, you know, the dramas accompanied by, you know, the struggles that he went through coming to grips with this and blah, blah, blah. Everything in America these days uh, is turned into a soap opera, if possible. So anyway, this therapist, Darlene Tando, San Diego, you can look her up too. She's got a very uh, impressive website on which she uh, tries her best to impress people with her sensitivity to their issues. Uh, and and uh, this therapist, so-called, uh, tells these parents that uh, their child is, uh, is in conflict because Ryland uh, has the mind and the thinking of a girl, of a boy, excuse me, while uh, uh, the body of a girl, and that because mind trumps body, Ryland is really a boy. Okay, now, the question is, is there any science behind this at all? The answer is no. What is a proper word to use in describing this? Well, it is delusionary, uh, but 
the child is not delusionary. The child is simply imaginative. And children experiment with various roles in their early years. They will experiment with with adopting various adult roles that they have seen adults playing, teacher, policeman, uh, roles that they have seen in real life, roles that they have seen on television. When I was a child, for example, one of our favorite roles was a role we children of the 1950s often saw on television, and that was the role of cowboy. And uh, this is what children do during their early years. They will take on one role after another, and they will play these roles. My children did it. Uh, I did it. My parents did it. Your children do it, etc., etc., etc. This is the nature of childhood. The fact that a child plays the role of cowboy does not mean he is, in fact, a cowboy. This is strictly fantasy, and that may seem obvious, but it is germane to our discussion, the obviousness of this. Likewise, the fact that a four-year-old or three-year-old, now you put this into perspective, people, the fact that a child that age claims to be a gender other than the gender God has assigned this child and is obvious in the child's biology is pure whimsy. It is pure imagination. It is pure fantasy. For adults to ascribe validity to this is insane. These people are nuts. I don't mean clinically so. I don't mean they're babbling incoherently because this child's parents watch the video. Again, Google uh, Raising Ryland CNN film. It's 17 minutes long. And you can see these people are not crazy. They're delusionary. They're confused. They're uh, nuts in the colloquial sense of the term, but they are not clinically insane. The villain here is the therapist, Darlene Tando. I don't mind naming her on the air. This is completely unethical to tell parents that... uh, to tell parents something that has no scientific basis whatsoever. Children have been doing this for time immemorial, claiming to be something they are not, because sometimes their imaginations get the best of them. And it is quite possible, and this is what I would have told the parents had the parents come to me, well, it's not a matter of coincidence that your child began claiming to be a boy shortly after the birth of a younger brother, seeing all of this attention given to the younger brother. And I don't mean to sound like uh, your typical psychologist here, but this is just the way children's minds operate. The child sees all of this attention being given to the younger brother and decides, oh, I want to be a boy too, because apparently boys get a lot of attention. She doesn't remember that she got the same amount of attention when she was an infant. Three-year-olds, four-year-olds do not remember that because human memory does not develop until around the third birthday. I'm talking about permanent long-term memory. She has no memory of this. All she's doing is seeing a younger brother get all this attention, and she decides, oh, I want to be a boy too. I'd rather be a boy. And I would have said to the parents, it's as simple as that. Relax, take a deep breath. You have a daughter, you do not have a son. Here's what happened here, folks. A child became momentarily 
I call it confused. And the parents, who are supposed to be the big people in the child's life, became confused because they assigned validity to the claims of a three, four-year-old child. And then their confusion was validated by a so-called therapist. I'll be back in a few with more of this incorrectness. Stay with us. Welcome back to the show, and for those of you who are just joining us and, and maybe joining us for the first time, I'm your host, John Rosemond. I am an outlier rebel psychologist with a cause. I don't believe in psychology. I am licensed by the North Carolina Psychology Board, as I've said many times before on this program and in public. My licensing board regrets the day they ever gave me a license. If you are interested in pursuing that, you can Google John Rosemond, Kentucky First Amendment litigation, and you can uh, discover through that just how threatening I am to my profession, my very bogus, in my estimation, profession. People in my profession, the clinical people, I don't think they know what they're talking about, to be very honest with everyone. And notice I am saying this publicly because I have a First Amendment right to say so, even if it infuriates my colleagues, which I am glad to do on a regular basis. I'm also a syndicated newspaper columnist whose weekly newspaper column appears in about 250 newspapers around the country, including the Tupelo, Mississippi newspaper, and Tupelo, Mississippi being the home of American Family Radio, which broadcasts this program weekly on Saturdays at 5 o'clock Central Time exclusively. My thanks to Tim Wildman and all the folks at American Family Association, one of the most courageous organizations in America, because they are fighting for truth, justice, and the American way. I've written 20 books on raising children, but my real qualifications, folks, are that I've been married and I'm 68 years old. You can do the math. I've been married to the same woman for over 47 years. We are going on 48 years. It'll be 48 years in July of this year. We have two adult children in their 40s and eight grandchildren, ranging in age from 8 to 21. What a great life. It's a beautiful life. And here I am on American Family Radio, and I'm talking in this uh, program, this program episode, about a book I stumbled across in the Charlotte, North Carolina airport titled Raising Ryland. And the book is all about parents who discovered that uh, their child was transgender, their four-year-old, five-year-old child who is obviously biologically a girl. The therapist told them, no, no, no. In the child's mind, she's a boy, and this is why the parents took the child to a therapist, because this three-, four-year-old child, shortly after the birth of a brother, began insisting that she was a boy. The parents became confused, and, you know, it's, it, it's just it's a shame that adults become confused over something like this in 
postmodern America, but that is the nature of postmodernity. When nothing is clear, everything is confusing, unless you are a Bible-believing Christian, in which case nothing is confusing, or should be anyway. And said therapist, one Darlene Tando, and you can discover all this for yourselves uh, at uh, by Googling uh, Raising Ryland, R-Y-L-A-N-D, C-N-N film. Watch this film. It's 17 minutes long. If you have any sense about you at all, it will be absolutely appalling. And uh, this therapist tells the parents that the child's insistence at the age of three or four that she is a boy is valid. When in the world did we decide that the thoughts of a three- or four-year-old child are valid? The Bible tells us that foolishness is bound in the heart of the child. The Bible tells us the heart is the source of all deceit and evil. The Bible tells us that children need to be taught to think straight. That's Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7. The Bible tells us the children should be brought up in the training and instruction of the Lord, Ephesians 6, 4. Folks, there is no biblical basis for this transgender stuff. Anybody in my audience who is confused about this, just go to the Bible. There is absolutely complete clarity on this issue in the Bible. God creates male and female, not something in between, not a state of gender where one gender exists in your body and another gender exists in your head. But this is what this therapist told these parents, and these parents are now walking this road and have written a book about it, and they're so courageous. So CNN wants you know to portray them as so courageous, so open-minded. And of course, this is California. It's Southern California where everybody is open-minded, or you're just a mean and benighted and Neanderthal. The fact is, folks, this is a fact. It's not a theory. Children have random thoughts. They have random emotions. They behave randomly and oddly at times. They say odd, weird things. The problem is that when we became a therapeutic culture with psychology as the reigning religion therein, and this happened in the 1960s, late 1960s, we began to assign validity to children's feelings and thoughts. And this is why we now have child psychologists, people who take children into rooms in private and talk to them about their thoughts and feelings and give further validity to those thoughts and feelings. And these children come out of these rooms with these so-called therapists and counselors completely convinced that their random thoughts and feelings are valid, that their random thoughts and feelings define who they are. Have we completely lost our collective minds that we actually believe this, that we actually think this? Well, apparently, there's a lot of people who have lost their minds, I mean, lost the ability to think straight, because this business of transgenderism is gaining steam in this country. And there are forces, there are people who have been co-opted by the evil one who are promoting this publicly, and these are very powerful people. Therapists are very powerful people, folks. This is the price we're paying for embracing the notion, and it was embraced in the 1960s, that children have a right to express their feelings. 
Well, in a sense, it's true. Children have a right to express their feelings. They're going to express their feelings anyway, with or without the right conferred on them by any specific person or agency. But they also have a right to adults who tell them, well, that feeling is valid and, well, that feeling's not. Sorry to tell you. And we're not going to pay any attention to that whatsoever. But what happened in this child's life, this child Ryland, is the child began insisting upon this and the parents became confused. Well, the minute a child senses confusion on the part of parents, the child doesn't know which way to go. And so this child kept insisting, oh, I'm a boy. I'm not a girl. I am a boy. In the absence of any biological characteristic that would identify this child as a male, the parents actually began to think, well, maybe this child is telling us the truth. Why? Because they had heard about this transgender stuff. They had heard about Bruce, now Caitlyn Jenner. They had heard about all these people, these adults, these courageous, so-called courageous, so groundbreaking adults who have had the, the courage, the moxie, you know, the, the fortitude, the emotional fortitude to confess that they are really not what their biology says they are. They are something entirely different. Well, I'm a squirrel then. I mean, this is absurd that, that your gender is a matter of what you're thinking. The, the extension of this is, well, your species then is nothing but what you're thinking. And so if you'd rather be a squirrel because, you know, the life of a squirrel has always appealed to you, jumping from tree to tree, collecting nuts, you know, out of the, out of the range of most predators in any way you can jump from tree to tree and they can't even if they can climb a tree, you know, they're too heavy. They'll crash through the ground when they get on the, the, uh, the little branches that you can navigate quite readily. And so, Hey, what a wonderful life it would be to be a squirrel. And so you start thinking you're a squirrel and you go to a therapist and a therapist tells you, well, you're so courageous. Because you really are a squirrel, because you think you're a squirrel, because mind trumps biology and psychology. This is the corruption of my field, folks. This is why my field drives me absolutely nuts. You can probably tell in my tone of voice that I'm on the edge of insanity here. But this is the price we pay. And, and now I'm addressing myself to Christian churches all over America. This is the price we pay for taking our personal issues, problems, which everybody has, it's part of life, to people who represent the most leftist, secular, atheist profession in America. It will never stop boggling my mind and causing a great shake back and forth of my head, in which, by the way, it is clear I am a male that churches, Christian churches, even those that identify themselves as evangelical, refer people in their congregations to psychologists. Don't you know what you're doing, pastors? Do you have no clue as to what you're doing? You are referring people who are Christian to people who adhere to a secular, atheistic, leftist, socialist ideology slash worldview. Do not become unequally yoked does not just refer to being married. 
it refers to every significant relationship in one's life. Is counseling sometimes appropriate and helpful? Yeah. But Christians should only go to Christian counselors, not, by the way, Christian psychologists. And if you want to find a good biblical counselor, just Google biblical counseling. And I don't have the reference right in front of me, but you can Google biblical counseling and make sure you're getting a counselor who is certified as being newthetic, N-O-U-T-H-E-T-I-C. Anyway, folks, we're wrapping up another Because I Said So with John Roseman. I've appreciated your staying with us. If you want to find out more about me, go to John Roseman, R-O-S-E-M-O-N-D.com. Remember, we're carried every week, weekend, Saturdays at 5 o'clock Central on American Family Radio. Thanks for being with us. I certainly enjoyed it. God bless all of you and your families. Bye now.